0: Hello, and welcome to the Spice Cast, the podcast where we talk about spices and spicy moments in our everyday lives. I'm your host, Ruben, and today we are going to be talking about another spice oddity. Uh, this one is mastic. So, uh, really excited to get right into it. Mastic, or mastica, or mastija, uh, depending on which language you're speaking, uh, is a resin that is obtained from the mastic tree or Pistacia lentiscus uh, in Latin, which is in the cashew uh, family that also includes poison ivy. Uh, it's a really cool spice, um, the first resin that we've talked about as a spice. Uh, it was traditionally and is still primarily produced on the Greek island of Chios, and sorry for my mispronunciation of that as well, that's um, the best I was able to get it, kios. Um, and it, mastic is also known as the tears of kios, and that's because as it's extract uh, extracted from the tree, it dries into these droplets that are translucent, off-white, and brittle, and they sort of look like tears, so they're known as the tears of kios. Um, Interestingly, mastic flavor is similar to um, pine but a little bit sweeter, Uh, so it's sort of sweet and piney. It starts off uh, brittle, like I said, um, but it becomes more gummy. You can really chew it uh, and it changes from being quite bitter to to more sweet and piney. In terms of uh, culinary use, Mastic is primarily used on the east and south sides of the Mediterranean and adjoining seas. Um, Like I said, one common use for mastic is as a natural chewing gum, and it's also added as an ingredient into processed chewing gum uh, for its flavor. Uh, Mastic flavored gum is sold in Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, Turkey, and Greece, and a couple of other countries around there. Uh, In addition to that, in Turkey, mastic is widely used in Turkish desserts because of um, its piney and sweet flavor. Uh, It is sometimes used in Turkish delight. Uh, It is also used in soft drinks and some other Turkish dishes. In Lebanon, there are multiple other uses as well, including in ice cream and in various sauces and seasonings. Uh, in Greece, uh, where uh, where mastic has uh, existed perhaps the longest, um, the Greek there's a Greek liquor known as Mastika that uses mastic as its uh, main flavoring. And just a note, obviously that's different than just calling the, the spice itself Mastika. Um, it is uh, like a, a a branded thing, Mastika. Um, Additionally, in Greece, mastic is used in cheeses, breads, desserts, and other dishes. I was especially interested to try um, mastic cheese and bread. Those sound really interesting to me. I'm more of a savory person than a sweet person. There's also the Syrian ice cream or ice cream-like dessert known as booza that sometimes uses mastic as a flavoring. And in Egypt, mastic is used in preserves, jams, and soups, as well as in meat dishes. Uh, One use that I really wasn't familiar with um, is in Morocco. Um, Mastic is used as part of the preparation of smoked foods. So that's a really interesting one. It's adding a little bit of woodiness, a little bit of acidity, a little bit of brightness. That's pretty cool. And in other parts of North Africa, mastic is used in desserts, uh, similar to uh, the ones that I've mentioned before, as well as as a stabilizer in meringues. So that's a pretty interesting use. It can it can actually be used to uh, help meringues set better outside of culinary use. Mastic has many other uh, functionalities, uh, including in as a scent in cosmetics and incense. The other thing that's really interesting about mastic is that it's used to create this uh, varnish, this gum varnish, that is heated and mixed with oil and uh, pigment to create a a, a painting uh, method uh, that sort of has a soft texture. So you're able to get a very different consistency in your paintings with um, that, that method. In terms of mastic history, um, it, like I said, it, it comes from Chios in Greece, um, and it's been harvested there for at least 2,500 years, but probably longer even than that. Uh, in ancient Egypt, it was used in the embalming process, and interestingly, the word mastic has the same Greek root as the word masticate uh, in English, so it's likely that the resin uh, was chewed in as far back as ancient Greece, sort of as a, as a natural chewing gum. Um, it was also used in ancient Greece to uh, treat various conditions as a traditional medicine. Um, primarily, it was used for digestive issues um, as well as to treat colds, and it, and it's still, it still has that reputation. Mastika, the, the liqueur, is known as a digestive aid. It was also an ingredient in an ancient Roman spiced wine known as Conditum Paradoxum, which I thought was pretty interesting, adding spices, sweetness, and mastic to your wine um, in order to uh, improve the flavor. And some people believe that mastic is mentioned in the Bible, although it's unknown whether that translation is accurate, so you have to do a little bit more research to see whether that's actually true. Mastic became extremely important in the Byzantine and Ottoman empires. Uh, It was eventually worth its weight in gold um, in the Ottoman Empire. And the Sultan really valued, the Sultan of the Ottoman Empire really valued uh, mastic so highly, um, highly enough, in fact, that during the 1822 Kiosk Massacre, um, Ottoman troops killed thousands of Greeks on the island of Chios, uh, and however, many mastic farmers were spared so that they can, could continue to produce mastic for the Ottoman Sultan. So that just shows you, I mean, in, in the face of such a horrific act, how important this substance was and, and how it could, re- it could really only be produced there and in a couple of other places. Um, but Kiosk is still the main place where, where mastic is produced. There are a few mastic groves outside of Kiosk, um, but really the the main production is there and the best quality is there. So skipping forward in history, in 2012, there was a forest fire on Kiosk, a really bad forest fire that destroyed many of the mastic groves. And since the trees take, um, you know, ten to, Twenty years to become fully productive again. Uh, that really was very difficult for mastic farmers on the island, and so they've they've been rebuilding for the last you know nine or ten years um, and regrowing the trees. Um, but there is still like such a high value placed on mastic throughout the the region and throughout the world that uh, mastic prices have gone up significantly since then. Um, but I think it's a really cool and interesting ingredient, a, a tree resin. And so if you get the chance to try mastic chewing gum, I think that's the most common use, or just to buy some some pure mastic uh, or use it in your cooking, uh, I think it would be a great opportunity to, to do that. And I just wanted to bring attention to this really interesting and cool ingredient. So if you have mastic stories, if you know about if you know more about Mastic, uh, we'd love to hear about it. Feel free to email us at podcast at thespicecast.com or reach out to us on Facebook at the SpiceCast podcast or Twitter at the SpiceCast. We'd love to hear your stories, your your Mastic hot takes, or anything of that nature. Um, additionally, uh, if you would be so kind as to rate and review the Cast on Uh, on Apple Podcasts, or on Spotify, where they have newly introduced uh, podcast ratings, I believe. Uh, We would love that as well. Very much appreciate it. I think that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Spice Oddities, episode 27 of the Spicecast, Mastic. I've been your host, Ruben, and thank you. I'll talk to you next time.